0: Well, hello there. Who is it? It's Silly and Sissy. Woo woo. Everybody's favorite auntie. Everybody's favorite auntie. And today we're doing story time with Silly and Sissy. And we're reading the boxcar children. We are going to read the boxcar children. It's gonna be a fun time it's gonna be a fun time so we read the first couple chapters and now we're moving on up we're moving on up to the west side if you know that TV show you know you know but um, in the, there it's the east side I'd like to say west side because I live in California all right before we read the boxcar children Let's read a couple poems by Shel Silverstein, shall we? Upstairs. There's a family of wrens who live upstairs. Upstairs, upstairs, upstairs. Inside my hat all cozy in. My hair, my hair, my hair. I've moved a dozen times and still they're there. They're there, they're there. I like to get away from them. But where, but where, but where? The hat isn't big enough to share, to share, to share. But now I see you're bored and you don't care, don't care, don't care, don't care about the wrens who live inside my hair. My hair, my hair, my hair. Gatsby agrees. No one cares. No one cares about the hair. Let's read the garden. Old man Simon planted a diamond, grew himself a garden like the looks of none. Sprouts all growing, coming up, glowing. Fruits of jewels all shining in the sun. Colors of the rainbow. see the sun and rain grow. Sapphires and rubies on ivory vines. Grapes of jade just ripening in the shade. Just ready for the squeezing into green jade wine. Pure gold corn there, blowing in the warm air. Old crow nibbling on the amethyst seeds. In between the diamonds, old man, Simon, crawls about pulling out platinum weeds. Pink pearl berries, all you can carry. Put them in a bushel and haul em into town. Up in the tree, there's opal nuts and gold pears. Hurry quick, grab a stick, and shake some down. Take a silver tater, emerald tomato. Fresh plump coral melons hanging in... Reach old man Simon digging in his diamonds. Stops and rests and dreams about one real peach. All right, one last one. Jumping rope. This started out as a jumping rope. You'll probably think that I'm a dope. But this started out as a jumping rope. And now I fear there is no hope. But this started out as a jumping rope. And now I'm tied in a knot. It's all around. Who? Who can kick a football from here to... Afghanistan, I can. Who fought tigers in the street while all the policemen ran and hid? I did. Who will fly and have x-ray eyes and be known as the man no bullet can kill? Or woman. I will. Who can sit and tell lies all night? Mm, I might, Ridiculous Rose. Her mama said, don't eat with your fingers. Okay, said Ridiculous Rose. So she ate with her toes. <laughs> all right. Okay, this is a good one, because this is about where the sidewalk ends. There is a place where the sidewalk ends and before the street begins, and there the grass grows soft and white, and there the sun burns and bright, and there the moon bird rests from his flight to cool in the peppermint wind. Let us leave this place where the smoke blows back and the dark street winds and bends, Past the pits where the asphalt flowers grow. We shall walk with a walk that is measured and slow. And watch where the chalk white arrows go. To a place where the sidewalk ends. Yes, we'll walk with a walk that is measured and slow. And yes, we'll go where the chalk white arrows go. For the children they mark and the children they know. The place where the sidewalk ends. Alright, that is that. And that is where the sidewalk ends. And what a good segment into the boxcar children. And where did we leave off? We're on, I believe, chapter three. And they were just about to have their adventures. And Jessie woke up. So, Jessie was not the first one to wake up the next day. At six o'clock, Henry went very quickly to her room and opened the swing, swinging door to let watch out. The dog came very quietly and followed Henry as he walked out the barn to the spring. Henry as he walked out of the barn to the spring. Henry stood still and looked around. He was right, he was just as he thought last night. It was just as he thought last night. "'There was a garden with rows and rows of vegetables in it. "'I wonder if this garden belongs to Captain Daniel,' said Henry. "'Then he heard a little noise, and he turned around. "'A young man was coming toward him. "'His head was down as he walked. "'Henry looked at him carefully. "'Henry thought the man looked very sad, "'but he forgot that when the stranger looked up and smiled. "'I'm Joe,' he said. "'I'm the handyman. "'How do you like your garden? "'Mine? Is it mine?' asked Henry.' Well, yeah, there's two gardens on this island. One belongs to Captain Daniel, and this one is yours. How did that happen, asked Henry. I just got here. Well, your grandfather knew that you would rather plant it yourself. If you did, it would be too late to start planting when you got out of school. So he told Captain Daniel to plant it, and he said you would weed and look after the garden when you came. I will, said Henry, opening one of the peas. These are big enough to eat now. Yes, said Joe. The peas are just right. But nothing else will be ready until later. Haven't you ever eaten teeny vegetables? We did once. We pulled them because there were too many of them in the garden. It makes me hungry when I remember how good they were. The girls make such good things to eat out of almost anything. The other children appeared at just that minute. Just that minute the other kids appeared. It was Benny who spoke first. Hello, Joe, he said. You look like Joe. You look like a Joe. Is this your garden? No, said Joe, laughing. It's yours. Oh, no, it isn't, said Benny. It is ours, Benny, said Henry. Joe and Captain Daniel started it for us, and you may help me weed it. Not now, said Benny. I want my breakfast. We'll eat soon, said Jessie, smiling at Joe. This is Violet, and I'm Jessie." Joe said, yes, Captain Daniel told me all your names. I feel as if I knew you all, oh, looks it, Benny Peas, I like peas for dinner. Our dinner's all planned, then said Jessie. We'll have peas and everything, and we'll help pick and shell them. They walked slowly back to the barn, leaving Joe at the woodpile. He's nice, isn't he, said Violet, as they walked along. They all agreed that he was. After the four bowls and the bread and milk were set on the table, the children sat down carefully on the packing boxes. Then Jessie said, "I think that after breakfast, we'd better make a plan for the summer. Every day we must go, and every day we must cook something at noon. After dinner, we must make everything something, or go exploring. Make something such as a dish cupboard, I suppose said Henry, looking at Violet. Oh, that's not a bad idea, Henry, said Violet. I will make you a cupboard this very day, said Henry. Let's wash the dishes and pick the peas now, said Jessie. Henry can make the dish cupboard while we shell the peas. We'll take the dishpan to hold them. On the way to the spring with their bowls and the dishpan, they passed Joe at the woodpile. Henry, did you know that Captain Daniel goes over to the mainland every morning for groceries? If you need any groceries, just leave me your order on a piece of paper in the box on the dock captain daniel will bring your order back to the island before dinner oh how nice said jessie i was wondering what to do about milk ours is almost gone just write about what you want i'll take it down now here's my pen jessie and henry sat down facing each other on rocks to think we must have butter for the peas said jessie We'll want bread and four bottles of milk every day all summer, said Henry. Sugar and some dog bread for watch. Good, I almost forgot watch. I want to go with Joe and see the little box, said Benny, taking Joe's hand. Let him go, said Violet. I'll wash his bowl for him, and we can pick peas without him. Then the older children set to work. They picked enough for dinner, but lots of peas were left. <sighs> Enough for two more dinners, said Henry, very pleased, and and more will grow. Now I will start that cupboard while you girls shell the peas. Henry said, How many places will you need to put things, Jessie? One shelf for spoons and things, said Jessie. And one shelf for dishes, said Violet. And one shelf for pans and kettles, said Jessie and an extra shelf for groceries. The two girls sat in the open door of the barn, shelling peas. Henry began to build the cupboard. What time shall we go swimming, asked Jessie. We could go in right before lunch, said Henry. Or if you were too busy cooking, we could swim before breakfast and maybe again at four o'clock. Fine, said Jessie. Before breakfast when we feel like it. Four o'clock when we don't. "'Maybe both and go to bed at eight o'clock "'or as soon as it gets dark. "'Oh, dear, do we all have to go to bed so early?' asked Violet. "'You'll want to, believe me,' said Henry. "'Yes, wait and see.' "'When the peas were shelled, Benny came running back. "'It's a big box, Violet, and has a little door "'and it'll hold lots of bottles of milk and everything. "'I like to open the door and take out the things.' "'What did you take out?' asked Violet. Well, oh, Captain Daniel, let me take out some letters and packages. Maybe you would like to go. Gatsby agrees. Well, let me take out some letters and packages. Well, maybe you'd like to do that every day, Benny. You can take out the order down to the box. Then you may get the groceries and letters when they come. Oh, well, I'd like to do that," said Benny. Captain Daniel was there, and he said he's bringing our groceries soon. Then I can open the little door and get them. That's fine, said Henry. He was glad to please Benny and get a little work done at the same time. Come and hold the door for me, will you? The morning passed very quickly, and Jessie lightened the little stove. Boiled some water, lighted this little stove, boiled some water and the kettle, and put them in and put them in the pea, and put them in the peas. There was no need to call anyone, for the whole family and the dog stood watching her. Oh boy, said Henry as he began to eat. Oh boy cried Benny. Violet said nothing, but when her first dish was empty, She passed it for more. This is what I like, said Jessie. Everybody seems better. Everything seems better when we have to work to get it. It was fun to put white paper in the little dish cupboard and find the best places for each cup and bowl. And at one o'clock, the barn was once more in order. The cupboard was shut and the four children and their dog were ready to explore the island. Chapter four, Clamming. Shall we read one more? Let's read one more. Clamming. They're about to explore, yay. The children walked through the beach grass and sat on the stand. Jesse, look at that, said Benny pointing as he spoke. A stream of water shot out at the sand. But Henry did not stop to say how pretty it was. Clams, he shouted. He jumped up and took a stick from the beach. The rest of the children and the dog ran to watch Henry as they began to dig. Sure enough, he took a real clam from the wet hole. Oh, I wish I had a shovel. There are lots of clams here. See that hole? And that. Let's run up and get two more spoons. And the dishpan. They raced for the tools, leaving Benny and Violet with the stick. When they came back running, they found that Benny had dug out another clam. I'm going to keep mine, said Benny. It's such a very pretty purple color. You can put all yours together into the pan, said Benny to Jessie. "'You won't want to keep them when you find out how good they are to eat,' said Jessie. The children took off their shoes and set to work. "'There's another. I can't dig fast enough.' Watch seemed to know and what was going on. He stood still a minute watching Benny dig with the stick. Then he began to dig, too, with his paws. "'Good old Watch,' cried Benny. "'You can do all my digging if you want, and I'll take the clams out for you.' As if he really did understand.' The dog watched for Benny to show him where the clam was, then he began to dig again. The older children laughed to see the sand fly under his paws, but they were very glad to see the pan fill up. ''I suppose these are for dinner tomorrow,'' said Henry, as he threw a clam on the pile. ''Yes,'' said Jessie. ''these will keep all right here. We can cover them all over with seaweed.'' ''I think we have enough,'' said Henry, looking at the pan. He went to the water and pulled out a lot of wet seaweed. He spread this carefully over the clams. I wish we knew what was around the next point. Let's find out, the children said. We're exploring now, Benny, said Violet. You must keep your eyes open. Benny's eyes were certainly open when he went around the point. In the water near the beach, was a little wrapped. Oh, I knew that grandfather fixed this place for us to swim in, said Benny. Of course he did. The water here can't be over my head, but it is deep enough for swimming. The children explored until three o'clock, then they all agreed to go swimming and went out to the rooms to put on their suits. When they came back to the beach, they all walked together into the water. Cold, said Benny, walking out again. I like warm water. That's because you're not in it. "'All over,' said Jessie. "'You just watch, Henry, and we'll soon like it.' "'They all watched Henry as he went quickly into the water "'and began swimming hand over hand to the raft. "'Watch swam along beside them. "'It's great,' shouted Henry. "'I will, just as... "'Come on out, Jessie. "'I will, just as soon as I get Benny in,' she called back. "'You'll never be warm unless you go in all over, Benny.' "'But Benny would not go in.' He sat in his swimming suit, throwing stones into the water. Violet was down to the, went down to the beach looking for seaweed. She said she would stay with Benny while Jesse swam out to the raft. As Jesse and Henry sat with their feet in the water, they saw a man coming. "It's Joe," said Henry. "It was Joe," and he was wearing a swimming suit. Henry watched as Joe came along the beach and sat down beside Benny. "How is the water today?" "Softly cold," replied Benny. "The ice melted." I guess that's because you haven't been in all over said Joe smiling. Yes, that's what Jessie says said Benny. Well, this is called rockwood said Joe suddenly as Violet picked up a long piece of brown seaweed. There are very beautiful seaweeds around here. See this dark green one on the sand, and here's another red one. Look, there's a piece of it in that wave. Oh, there it goes, she cried. We've lost it. Benny was standing up this by this time, looking into the waves, he did not even feel the water washing over his feet. The seaweed came up on a wave and went down again. This time, Benny went right after it. I've got it, he shouted. He was right. He had caught the red seaweed, and he was wet all over. Good for you, Benny, said Joe, with a smile. Let me take it, take it a minute. Here, said Benny, handing the seaweed to Joe. He did not know that he was standing in melted ice. Say, I have an idea. Float the seaweed like this in the water, then pick it up by putting it, by putting a piece of writing paper under it and spread out the feathery branches with a pin. Will the seaweed stay on the paper? asked Violet. Yes, said Joe. There is something in the seaweed that makes it stick to the paper when it's dry, then you can use the paper for writing letters. Oh, I like that, but I'd also like to make a seaweed collection. Oh, fine, said Henry, for he and Jessie had come back from the raft to see what was going on. You can write the names of the seaweed and make a little book. That will be hard to do. There aren't many everyday names for seaweed, said Joe. You know lots of things, don't you, Joe, said Benny. The three older children agreed. For they had seen how clever Joe had been in getting Benny into the cold water without his knowing it. After they had dressed and were sitting down to supper, Henry was thinking about Joe. Later when he was in bed, he thought Joe was a very strange handyman to know the names of the different kinds of seaweed. And chapter 5, Summer Plan. Alright, well, we We'll start with chapter 5 tomorrow. The summer plan. What will the summer plans bring the boxcar children? Only time will tell. And guys, speaking of time. If you have a chance, you may want to get... Um, this stuff from Orville that I've taken. These vitamins. They're really grand to take. And... It has everything you need. It has vitamin D. It has vitamin C. Well, no, it doesn't have vitamin D. It has vitamin C. It has zinc and a lot of other magnesiums and a lot of great herbs and vitamins that will help make you feel really healthy. I take it. And that's just what we need right now. And plus it has vitamin D. And it, um, not vitamin D. It's Orla Lead Nutrition. Orline Nutrition. And they have all kinds of herbs. You can find them on Amazon. I keep saying it has vitamin D. Because I take vitamin D. No, but it has vitamin C, B for energy and zinc, which is so important. And then add that into your vitamin D mixture and you're all set. So... Take that and go on to Amazon to find out about Oraline Nutrition. It will help you like it helped me. And it has two. You get two for one when you order. It's a really good price. Two for 20. And it lasts about a couple months. Two or three months. So for you or for your kids. But check it out. All right. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Silly Aunt Sissy. And this is another radio theater show down in the books. Stay tuned for tomorrow. I'll be here for you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining Silly and Sissy on her adventures. What will Silly and Sissy do tomorrow? We'll have to wait and see. For Silly and Sissy always does some fun things. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.